welcome to episode 26 of the Time In Podcast. Just myself and Craig this week, how you doing? I'm not bad mate, how are you? Oh, uh, well, mixed, but we're about to talk about why. <laughs> Boy, week, what's today's topic? <laughs> oh, this week we're going to talk about moving house, unfortunately. It's um, something I'm doing for the first time, realising how stressful it is. Something Craig's done many times and has, to be fair, gave me some good advice on so far. Bundy's moved, so it would have been good to get him on tonight, but he's taken out a short break, as we mentioned last episode, so hopefully he's back soon. Well, I think it's fair to say I'm having a beer tonight, and it's well justified. How about you, Craig? What are you having? I'm going a bit different tonight, mate. I'm having a little gin and tonic. Oh, nice. What kind? I am having Roku gin, which is obviously Japanese, and I'm having it with hibiscus flavoured tonic, so it's quite sweet, sweet and citrusy, and it gives it this pink aesthetic, which is very popular these days for anyone who might be watching this instead of listening. Like it, like it. Right. We wanted to talk about this because anytime Craig's phoned me in the past month, what are you up to today? Been <laughs> every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> it's been ag- agonising them. We've, we've been joking about it and Bundy was moving last month obviously so I thought it was quite appropriate to talk about it what I thought was quite interesting is somebody asked me this and I was able to pinpoint the exact minute it happened when is the first point you realised it would be stressful moving Craig? About two days in and then I realised how much your parents do so I was like oh I now have to learn how to cook. <laughs> I think that I think that's the real first one when you actually realise how structured you are with food living at home. I that was a big thing for me because we moved out when we were twenty. Twenty, I think it was when I moved out. Um and we moved quite far away. So we moved about fifty miles away from home. So we work out isolated. It wasn't the case of I could phone my mum and be like, I need some emergency this dinners for the first week of what, what, what we're going to eat and when, which sounds really simple, but it's actually quite difficult for the first couple of weeks. No, agreed, agreed. Um, first time I realised was when we spoke about moving in together for the first time, probably about a year ago, maybe two years ago, and we were sitting having dinner, and I remember talking about it and what we'd like in the house, what, what kind of house we wanted, how you'd want it styled, and that's when I realised we are complete opposites. Which <laughs> straight away I was thinking this is going to be a fucking nightmare because it was just if she wanted X, I wanted Y, and it was just polar opposite. But never mind, we're there now. Um, I was going to say you win some, you lose some, but to be fair, I've I've only won one so far. <laughs> and I seem to have lost about twenty. We'll get on to that. We'll get on to that. Um, well, I talked about the first time, which I thought was a really surreal experience, viewing houses. Okay. Knowing what to look for. You've got quite a short period of time, so here's a Bundy life hack that I wish you'd told me before. See, when you go in to view a house, before you leave, flick your phone on and just give yourself a video to it. I know most websites have it, but you can get into the detail, all the window sills, all the walls, all the curtains, everything. And then see if you do eventually get it and go, did that have a toilet roll holder? And then you can just go back onto the video and check that sort of thing. But I, I find it quite weird because you've sort, you're sort of spending 20 minutes, half an hour in a house, and 
you don't even really know what to look for. You look at the big stuff and the important stuff, and when you get out, you can't remember any of it, or you don't, you can't see the details, or maybe you don't even notice something's as bad if it's consistent throughout the house. So, for example, if the woodwork been painted bits a bit yellow now, you wouldn't notice if it was all the same. But if one door was painted, you could tell it was off. That's Do you know a bit weird? One of the weirdest thing I I find when obviously you get um, a stage agent showing you around houses is that it's how di- how difficult it is when they show you around a shithole. So I can, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll never forget. And it was when I stayed beside you guys and I actually viewed a house in your town and it's where Bundy stays now. Oh. So it's, in, it's literally right beside where Bundy stays. And Bundy has a lovely flat before I go into this. But Steph and I got taken to see this house. And literally it was all organised. But they did warn us, just be aware, the family's still living in the house. And it was actually like a guy, a woman, about 60 kids. It was like something out of like shameless. And then as you were coming into the, like you came in the doorway and it was so narrow and it stunk, stunk of weed. <laughs> no joke, no joke. We were coming down and I was like, there's a motorbike blocking the way in the house. Like actually <laughs> you come down in the house. So he put his motorbike in the house. So literally he moved his motorbike in this tiny little villa house so we could actually view around. And we're going around, and to be fair, it's hard to see a house when people are living in it because there's kids' toys and stuff. It's really hard to get an image. And uh, we were just looking at each other like, what the fuck? And then uh, we came outside, so the guy's like, yeah, this is the price, and this is what we can do. And I was just looking at him, and I went, you know it's a no way. <laughs> and he was just looking at him. You could just go, you could just tell he was like, aye, it's um, not the best, that one. Yeah, it's a tough <laughs> job, just- they guys, I've got to be fair. <laughs> Well, you could tell, like, anytime we went in a room, there was obviously shit everywhere. The house wasn't tidy. And you could see him just being like, so this is a kitchen. <laughs> but I'll never forget that. Like, how difficult it must be to take people around bad houses. Like, it's fine when you're taking them around. So this is a four-bedroom, semi-detached, outside Glasgow. No, 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 no. Lovely environment, local bars, nice schools. No, here's your shithole villa where we move a fucking motorbike so you can get in the house. Can you tell me a bit about the town? Well, <laughs> probably best <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, we'll skip that bit. Uh, well, when we when we got showed round, the estate agent uh, took us into it, and it was actually empty. There was no furniture, nobody living on it. And he said, I tell you what, it's a bit of a relief doing this event because it, it was rented at one point. And he says, see, I've been showing people a property for sale, but the people who are renting it obviously don't want to move out and they're staying in it so they make a point of being there when you're giving a viewing and they'll tell you all the bad things and everything that's wrong with them. they'll say oh here didn't believe him this isn't working and stuff <laughs> <laughs> I thought that must be such a tough job and then um, he said and the good thing is there's no furniture so you can you can picture how it all looks and, and, right. and that sort of thing I was like aye I was like well sort of it's because we never, didn't have furniture to start we were struggling to work out where things would go so it's good you can kind of buy stuff to fit with it, I suppose uh, how, how what do you think is the biggest difference for you now that you're out well let's pretend you're actually fully in your new house what do you think is going to be the biggest difference I'll have no fucking what? money that's probably the first thing <laughs> <laughs> that's already took, oh, that's, that's been months now I mean I, I panicked being big into the Xbox I, I, I ordered the new Xbox in advance obviously uh, hmm. But then I realised I'd have to buy the Destiny 2 expansion, which was £40, and then COD, which was 60 65 
So straight away I'm thinking, did not budget for this and then just all the wee daft things you need to the house and bills you need to start paying that you didn't know existed. That's been pretty sick. I mean, that that's probably a big thing for me. So far, money. Bearing in mind, we're, we're, we move in about a week for when this comes out. To be fair, though, see, when you get settled, there's a massive difference from paying a mortgage to rent. So I, as you know, I've moved about, I think it's four or five houses I've been in, just mm-hmm. been moving about for work and stuff. And we were always paying quite high amounts of rent because the town in which we stayed is one of the most central points between Edinburgh and Glasgow. And it also has a really good train network. So it's actually quite expensive to stay in. So you're paying like, I'll, I'll, I'll say numbers. So I stayed in a quarter villa that was a shithole. Like the guy below me used to let fireworks out his window. This is the sort of this is the sort of thing you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but uh, we we were like five hundred pounds a month for that. Yet I'm in a I've got a mortgage now, and I'm quite happy to say this out obviously on the podcast. And it's a two bedroom house. It's a bedroom and then almost like an office room. It's not a full size bedroom. Um, it's in a little village. It's not the nicest. It's not the worst. It's just standard. Um, and we pay like four hundred for our mortgage with all the insurance and stuff. So in the long run, as much as you're talking about money being an issue, see, once you get settled in and you get the house built up, because at that initial start, you will spend money like a madman. And um, the good thing is that you've done is that you're literally ripping that house apart, building it back together, and then going in. The problem that we had, we would move to place to place, and we would like design it, so wallpaper. And then after a few months, you'd be like, Nah, and then you would do it again, and you would try and try again, but there's only so much you can do because you don't own the house. That you can't a fun go down. fact, I wallpapered your living room in the cottage. I was about to say that. So the second house I stayed in, do you know that wall? That wall of that cottage? Aye. We re-wallpapered this. Now, I tried to remember this prior. I think it's at least five times we wallpapered that wall. <laughs> um, but the money side, honestly, the money side, once you get settled, and decorating's really expensive. Aye. But and furniture and whatnot, but the good thing is, give it a couple of months, you'll be settled, you'll get a routine, you'll work out your direct debits and stuff, and honestly, you will be sound for money. Well, you'll be I, absolutely sound. On that, on that point, that was my point in the note I had that's listed as, I'm so fucking scant. There's a counterpoint to that that says, but I have a banger of a spreadsheet to show where all my money is going. Just on a, this other night, love a spreadsheet. Off topic. <laughs> You and Craig fucking love a spreadsheet. Can I um, part of a spreadsheet memes group on Facebook? I don't go that far, but... That's <laughs> gold, man. It's gold. It's all these feeling cups. I'll, I'll talk to you about it later, because I'm guessing it's a bit of a niche topic. So, Aye, <laughs> 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 uh, so I was going to say, I've got a spreadsheet that shows everything that's outgoing, like, for my shit, everything that's outgoing for the joint shit, and then we odd things that you need to get. And of course, I've got Christmas presents listed in it as well at the minute, which is just subliminal timing. <laughs> so the idea is that we can work out exactly how much is going to be less every month. You can work out what your disposable is, and it's quite good seeing all the bills down and you work out where all your money's gone. It's quite easy to say, oh, I don't yeah. need that, I can cut that down, that can get weird, or no, that's essential when you see it all listed on a spreadsheet compared to other things. No, no, it's... See, it's quite. It's, 
I find it quite easy to cut things when I see them in black and white in a sheet, whereas I'm just thinking, oh, I'm paying that every month, so what? it doesn't bother me so much. One of the things I would advise, and I was really bad for this before, and you know like you have these things and it's like, oh, pay monthly and you'll save or it'll cost you this extra or whatever. <laughs> Honestly, limit your direct debits as much as possible. Yeah. Literally tie it down as much as possible and then if you can pay something outright, do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, it feels so much better that you've got maybe five things going out every month rather than ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it might cost you more initially, in the long run it helps massively. Can I just say, for anyone who listened to episode 25, then listen to this, they'll think we have aged 20 years. <laughs> I know, and we're laughing at stupid <laughs> jokes about things that you probably shouldn't laugh at. It's, uh... anyway. I mean, to be fair, this has been our social comedy for the past two months with two years moving, just joking about things going wrong, about how much you hate painting, about jumping off ladders instead of painting and stuff. It's just been... Uh... See out the cost factor, what surprised you the most? Like, what have, what have you found out costs like so much or something you didn't expect? Don't say paint, that's not allowed. <laughs> By the way, just on the off-topic, what else do you think? How much paint have you bought for that house? Are we talking volumes or monetary value or both? If you can do it, I can't. I can't remember what size the big tubs are, but I've had multiple. I reckon we we bought about one hundred and sixty pounds worth of paint, maybe a bit more. In fact, no tiles and radiators. Over two hundred pounds worth of paint. Because you've painted obviously, you've painted walls, you've painted wall. Eh, sorry, radiators. Tiles, doors, woodwork, fucking woodwork. ceilings, I've ceilings. Give, and it was the idea was that we put the paint on. I partly put it on too thick and didn't leave enough time to dry between coats because we were just trying to rush through it and get it done before carpets were in and kitchen was getting done and then all the paint started to dry and crack and it looked like the sort of dried out river basins you get in deserts <laughs> and I had to sand it all down and paint it again. Nice. Some laugh. So happy any, any hidden costs that have gave you a fright or you thought, holy shit, why does this cost so much? You can what it is, it's, it's not even hidden ones, it's it's things that are plainly obvious that you didn't fucking think about so straight away you, you realise all the big things insurance, mortgage, gas and electricity. Finally got to have like all these things set up and have them come straight out of my account, but it's like, you think knives, forks, plates, fine. And you've got towels, and you've got hoovers, and you've got cleaning shit. And you've got fucking lights. Fucking furniture. It's it's just, it's all the wee things. It's the amount of daft wee things you need that just rack up. And luckily, our, our parents are all, our mums and dads are all dead helpful, and they're like, helping us out as much as they possibly can, which is really nice. Curtains, curtains, that sort of thing too. Jeez. One thing you'll notice, and it's we've got lots of light lights in our house. It's just the way we're set up because we've got little spot right spotlights because we've got like the old high roofing because it's an old mining cottage we're in, and we have to do a specific shop for light bulbs. Like we actually have to write <laughs> down a list because they, they go out all the time. It's a nightmare. Honestly, mate, you're talking like forty quid in light bulbs. It's insane. A month. That's one. Ah, oh, oh yeah, easy. Like what? that's one of that's one of the things you'll notice. See light bulbs, honestly, they drive you nuts, man. It's one of the things that you just think, 
how could this cost so much? Like, honestly, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that you might come across. That See, on that note, there's, there's like a wee triple spotlight hanging in the wee bathroom. <laughs> it's like, that seems fairly unnecessary. <laughs> Just put one bulb in. <laughs> so you need to put a bulb in one. I've got to replace that soon. Just kick about with candles, mate. You'll be fine. But it's that uh, heat torch, but... that's all you need. <laughs> I, but honestly, one of the worst things is uh, light bulbs. They cost a fortune. What about? I know we had a bit of an interesting conversation about picking out your sofa. Mm-hmm. Go and tell us a bit about that. Can't tell you much other than that. I got to push the buy button. I got to um, <laughs> accept the delivery date, and that's pretty much it, mate. No, I mean, <laughs> no, I had, I'm trying to think how to explain this in a nice way. I don't think there's a way to do it. Fuck it, here we go. So, we're getting, because of shape it, we're getting a big couch and a wee couch. I said a corner yep. couch would make sense. And I like the wee kind of round, I can't remember what they call them, a round chair that kind of spins. It's like a one-seater couch or two-seater couch that spins around. It's really hard to yeah. explain. And uh, a footstool storage one makes sense. Um, I didn't have much to say in colour or that it was just a case of that see when I sat in it I wanted it to come at least part way up my head so when I, I sat back I didn't just break my neck over the back of it that, that was pretty much it um, so that's coming and because of the delays of Covid it's coming in January so I've got a wee second hand <laughs> two seater one now just to tide us over because it, it was that and four camp chairs before <laughs> oh, I thought you'd be out in the garden in front and sure just chilling I know we are, but there is a small couch too. Yeah. So that, ah, it's it's not too bad. It's comfy enough. How, have you thought much about decorating? Because obviously, I've got a couple of stories from decorating, which is quite funny. See, here's what I mean in different approaches. So here's two examples that were different. One example is that she would pick something. She would see something like, I don't know, tables like we can kind of side tables. She go. I'm going to get them. And she'll forget about the whole design of the whole room, whereas she's decided that's in her head that it's like a big grey tartan wall. And it's like, right, that's there. The couch has got to be this colour, this material that's gone there. And you can build around that. And the colours where she sees one, we hang and hang, so I'm going to get that. Even though it might not fit in, but the rest will have to fit in with it. So it's a more strategic, she's more impulse. Another difference is she tried three couches when we were really whittling it, didn't you decide what one? Uh, what one she want? Um, don't know. This one. Then she sat in another one. This one. Then she sat in the third one. This one. After it, she was sitting on the on the third one. What one do you think? This one. I'm like you sure? Is it no? Just because that's the one you're sitting on. <laughs> she went, no, this one. So we've got that one. So that bear in mind, that's that's a few grand you're talking on a, on a, on sofas. We then went to IKEA, and I like these wee coffee cups. They were like matte greyish black. And we've already got some, but I chipped one, so I thought, I'll get a, I'll get another set. They oh, were, I remember this story on the phone. <laughs> £1.50 a cup, and she went, I'll phone one, and we try, <laughs> try to buy a new cup. Like, did they get a fuck about a couple of grand for couches, but you're bothering about a £2 fucking cup? It's just... <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And it was that bad, I didn't they buy it? And I was thinking, what the fuck am I doing? Why have I not bought this? It's just... So See, I, I don't be surprised if many of the cups get chipped off all the move-ins. I need to buy new ones. Aye, drop, we'll drop that box, mate. But uh, 
what I was going to talk about, so I'm really fortunate. So my wife, Steph, she's very, very creative. Um, she makes um, sofas, cushions. She does a whole lot of upholstery work. So naturally, she is very, very good in the way of style. Now, for anyone that sees me, I'm not a stylish guy, right? I always no, thought I had really. <laughs> I always thought I had decent enough taste, right? And I thought, yeah, yeah, even the way I dress and stuff. But no, that's that's fucking wrong. And I, I would be like, oh, we should do this for the house. We should do that A, B, or C. And it was always very, very simple. And then she would come to me and go, right, I am going to put a gold leaf on this wall. And I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, you crazy woman? Like, what are you talking about? And I remember she bought this. It was like a big ring disc thing, like a big metal thing. And she was like, I'm going to put this in the hallway. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was a year off your heat. And then she just goes, and then I'm going to get a hexagon wallpaper here and this. And I'm going to get a chaise long for the bedroom. And I'm going to do this in the kitchen. And I'm almost like, nah, just paint it grey and it's fine. Every time she's proven me wrong. Like, that's... Every time she's proven me wrong, like see the amount of it could be a female thing because Leah done the same. She was she was picking out the rooms and she was like that that was going to be like a light mint green. That one's going to be dark blue. We're going to have blah blah. And I was like at the time they were all just like plain was and that. So went and painted them. See when it's finished painting, you're like oh fuck that's actually nice. It's like once it's done you get it, but they can kind of pull it together in their head better. I think it's mental. She told me from we've got a little sittery room, and uh, she says I'm going to use orange accents. Like orange curtains and an orange rug. I was like, what? You're half your nut, woman. Honestly, see the amount of comments that we get from friends or, do you know, obviously, going into a bit personal detail-wise, you know, obviously, I do the cocktail stuff for work and yeah. with COVID, I've done a lot of cocktail classes from the kitchen. See the amount of times people have said to me, who's your interior designer? Your kitchen's unbelievable. And same. And I'm like, she's obviously nailing it. And to be yeah. fair, like, you should see how she's laid out. We've got like our loving room, but it doesn't actually have a telly in it, and she's got like the big lights and sofa. So see now, see if like we're designing a room. I just go, yeah. She goes, right, we'll do this, 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 and I'm like, okay. And then there's things that I'll do. So I'll put a picture on the wall, or I've actually got like a metal predator, predator mask, and I'll go and put that up, and she'll just be like, no, Craig, it's tacky, and I'll be like, I'll, I'll kick off, and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool, it's cool, and then I'm like, no, nah, I'm almost thirty year old, it's tacky. Uh, but one thing I will say, if Leah is any sort of similarity, let her go with it because our house is absolutely gorgeous in regards to the interior. Because the the work that Steph's put in, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Every single room, I don't trust her at the start. Every time I'm like, "What? Just paint it grey and have a nice carpet or whatever." But she's um, she she makes it beautiful. And Bear in mind she, exactly what you've just said in a minute. Oh, that please. Aye, right, okay. But this this is the thing as well. So I love minimalistic things and I hate filling rooms. But Steph buys a, buys quite a lot for rooms in regards to actual furniture props. But she lays it out in a way that it's really spacious. Uh, and I think it's really, really clear to tell someone who lives alone and who lives with someone. Because obviously our house is beautifully <laughs> laid out. looks amazing. I've got a friend called Mike. Now he's lived in his house for five, six years, something like that, maybe longer. Now, he did have a roommate and he's lived alone in it for about two years. His living room has no furniture in it whatsoever. Not a single thing. What's he that? literally has his PC and his desk and a computer chair. That's Hell. his living room. And it's huge. His kitchen, he's got a table because it's there. Nothing else. His bedroom is just a bed. Like, literally, he has nothing in his house. 
nothing at all. So it's crazy to show the comparison. Like, I now look, see if I never married Steph, was never with her, and I lived alone. I would live in a fucking shithole little tacky shack and I'd be like, yeah, I'm really trendy because I've got a predator mask on the wall and a Skyrim poster and it's great. But um, yeah, I'm really fortunate now that I'm really proud to obviously show people the house because she does an amazing job with it. And uh, put it this way, mate, if Leah doesn't cut it, I'll send Steph through your interior designer because uh, she's smashing it through here. I tell you a scary thing. It's like, I'm really lucky because when I speak to you, it's like looking into the future. It's quite nice. Because hey hey hey, I'm not that old, right? <laughs> it's not that far in the future, don't worry. But what I mean is, like, say you're saying I didn't trust her with the stuff, and then she pulls it at the bag. So, like I said, Leah just picks random things and doesn't think about the whole room. See, now it's starting to come together. There's a few of them. I'm starting to think, oh no, that is actually aye. She, she was right about that. So, I think based on your advice, if it turns out shite, it's your fault. I'm just gonna let her go daft with it. That being said. Exactly what you just mentioned. I've got one room I've got complete control over. It's a small box room, and it's going to be the gaming dungeon. So it's just going to be a desk, a chair, monitors, guitars, Xbox. That's the plan. So I've painted, that's the same as me. That's I've the same as me. Grey, got a nice deep carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I just put on my shade. Mine's just grey. <laughs> grey with a desk, a PC. <laughs> they oh, want another one in. Oh, oh fucking hell. Aye, so I reckon that I'm probably better leaving the interior design to her because I would just have my lightsaber up on the wall. <laughs> hey ho. Just a bit bizarre that we're actually on the same wavelength with that one. <laughs> the only thing I would say is trust her because the creativity and the stuff that she comes up with. Like, I, I'll never forget, um, she bought this, like, I say, massive fucking huge mirror and it was all gothic and black and honest I could barely lift the fucking thing and she's like that's going in the living room wall and I was like what? I was like and she's like and it's going to be bronze I was like it's jet black what are you talking about? so she literally actually properly painted it bronze and I was like this is going to come out shit like I, I don't get what she's doing and she's painted it and it's mounted on our wall and our living room's like a dark red and it looks so cool. You would never know it's been painted, and it looks absolutely amazing. And then she's put like artificial green plants as a contrast for color and stuff. And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I am like the least tasteful person you will ever meet. But I'm like at this stage now. I put my clothes on in the morning, and I'm like, I, I, and she'll tell you this next time you speak to her. When I'm going to work, I go, "Is this match? Is this all right?" <laughs> like I actually go, "Is this is this okay?" Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm always safe with shorts and a t-shirt or if it's fancy, jeans and a t-shirt that usually cuts it okay. really fancy, but a shirt or the tap it sorted <laughs> um, another thing tell me what you thought about you You had to do work to a few of the houses didn't you? oh yeah, massively I'm really enjoying that, I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying it as much as it's time consuming some of it gets frustrating I actually really enjoy working on it doing wee bits here and there I mean you, you'll know my dad's like a great at anything sort of handyman sort of job. He's mm. a blacksmith. However, in his garage he's got hundreds of different things. Like, that's electrical section, that's mechanical section, that's for other motors, blah, blah, blah. He says, what about plumbing? It brings out a tiny wee box. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tiny wee box, a few wee tap ends and that. I'm like, all right, cool. So um, he's flooded the kitchen twice. Nice. And then we went up there. 
problem with radiators, blah, blah, blah. He was like, I'll sort it. I was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And he was like, listen, I'm not going to end after. I was like, then I flood my kitchen. He was like, it's all right, style flares, kind of joking. Um, came down about an hour later. I heard him swearing. He was like, what is that? He was like, oh, I had an accident. Fly the kitchen. Went, Aye. So I just left it at that. <laughs> I just walked away in the end. But it's all sorted now. Uh, so plumbing, probably the first one for me. Uh, I've got three pals that are electricians, but I can do my stuff that I need to. So that's been quite good. Uh, other than that, I don't think we need to do any work to it. Oh, there's, there's sheds at the back. So I was, I was talking to you about this. There's a wee shed that's got to get taken away. There's like a big outdoor dog run, I think it is, big cage. That's getting ripped out and chucked. Now at the back there's a big shed. You go in, it's got like a sort of chest high, well, maybe a waist high table and a TV rack. So you get a TV on it, get a drink optics on the wall, just make it into a bar. That's the plan. That's the plan. Get my bar advisor through to, to do the design on it. Probably grey with a nice carpet. <laughs> Great carpet, predator mask, Skyrim fucking poster. It's like, do you know one of the things she said to me, and I was like, oh, no chance. Uh, Steph said to me, she's like, canvases are tacky. And I've always been like, no, canvases are cool as fuck, they're nice. But see, every time now I look at a canvas in somebody's house, I go, that is fucking tacky. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, work, I've done Wait, some. Make sure I turn the camera too much in my current games room. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, I've, I'm not handy. I'm not handy at all. Again, going back to Steph, she's really handy at these things. But one of the craziest ones we had, we rented a house and the toilet upstairs had a slow leak in it, but we couldn't see. So it was just at the back. It just needed tightened. And it was the water that goes into the toilet to obviously allow it to flush. So it wasn't the waste pipe before you freak out. And we seen a little mark in the roof, but we touched it. It wasn't wet. And... Uh, I, I think I was at work and I got a phone call and she goes, the roof's caved in. And I was like, what do you mean the roof's caved in? And she took a photo of it. And like, I kid you not, the whole kitchen roof had fucking collapsed. <laughs> and this is the worst bit, right? So the people who had worked on the house before had filled uh, large waste bags of like rubble and shit. But rather than take it to the skip, they put it in between the floor and the woodwork oh. was actually in the roof, so that weight was obviously soaking in and it came through. That's so, scummy as fuck, didn't it? Oh, but literally, that whole roof had to get ripped apart. And Lucky this was nobody the, was in. No, but um, this was the scary bit. So the mains to turn off the water, where do you think it was? So to turn off your water mains, where do you think it's it was? normal under the kitchen tap. Normally. Ours was in the roof. And when I say it was in the roof, it was in the roof between the bathroom and the kitchen. I know it's insane. We we couldn't understand it either. You would have to break the roof to get to the water mains to turn it off. Jesus. Stop calling like, it be accessible wherever. Like if it's under the kitchen sink or in a bathroom or something. Uh, it's, just, it's just insane. But we've dealt with other stuff. We've dealt with a lot of damp, which is horrendous. Um, very expensive as well. Uh, we've had to plaster things which is a fucking pain in the arse uh, I think one of the biggest things people don't talk about when moving houses stuff is the upkeep of gardens it's a massive job you've got that to look forward to but one then thing I would say three is fences uh, and they're all different fucking colours <laughs> well we've technically only really got a back garden we've got a nice nice sized back garden 
But um, it requires a bit of upkeep as well, but it's enjoyable in the spring and whatnot, and it's always a good excuse to have a beer or two. Have you got grass? Yeah. Aye. Aye. There's a chipped but, 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 but. It's on a big ramp. Like, it goes for the, the house, and it banks up the way towards the back. Mm. So the plan originally was dig it out, level it. Then the next plan was build a retaining wall and then level it for halfway. So then I'd be surprised if you get a phone call at some point next February or March. Craig, you busy this weekend? There's a Chinese and a six-pack in it for you. Chinese <laughs> six-pack six of beer, that is. <laughs> no getting a six-pack in this. But just before you go on the next topic, I think we'll pause here for this week's streamer feature. So, this week's streamer feature, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Georgina. Most people call me G. At the moment, I'm at university studying psychology, but in my spare time, I play a lot of Warzone on PlayStation. Awesome, G. Where can people find your stream? Um, So, I stream on Twitch at the moment. I hit affiliate a few days ago, so that's all going well so far. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. How long did that take you? Uh, it took me about three weeks. That's really impressive. Really, really impressive. You should be more than happy with that. I think we took about um, five to six weeks, so that's really commendable. Um, Thank you. Why did you start streaming, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I started streaming mainly because I like I like the interaction with people when they comment or when they follow. And people have told me before when they've played with me why don't you stream and I've never really thought about it and then I started and then it gets a bit addictive when you start so I carried on yeah brilliant um I know you've kind of answered this already but what do you do or what do you play in your channel is maybe a better question so I play warzone and I stream that um usually with my my regiment which is called pfam on discord brilliant um have you got any sort of particular community goals or channel goals that you're working towards currently um at the moment i'd like to hit 100 followers you're not Um, far away i don't think i was checking it just before we uh, sat down to record what are you at the moment about 75 yeah something like that it's not far at all you'll get that in no time is there anything else you're working towards? Um, obviously, the next step is to get partner, but that's a long, long road. Yeah, to... yeah, it takes um, it takes a bit of a while now. See, between going from normal to affiliate, you can sometimes get caught between reaching out to friends and getting people to come on and follow you and help with your average view, and which obviously you've hit affiliate, which is fantastic. But you can also get in the, to go down the route of taking your time and actually building a community naturally because then what happens is you actually get to retain the people um, yeah, yeah so um no it's it's big goals but we're all working towards the same thing so um best of luck with it bit of a bit of a difficult question moving on, uh, on from there if you were to have one famous person on your stream now they can be dead and al- dead or alive who would it be and why Um, I know that's quite a difficult question. I reckon it'd probably have to be the comedian Michael McIntyre. I know Michael McIntyre well. He's very, very amusing. 
yeah, just having sort of voicing over my my stream, getting everyone laughing, that sort of thing. Definitely, Bring, yeah. Bringing some good vibes. You'd actually be surprised yeah. with the amount of uh, streamer features that we've done in the past. A lot of people, actually, the majority of people have chosen comedians. So, um, no, it's it's good to hear. Um, how how have you found things going recently? Has it been quite enjoyable? Have you seen your growth uh, happening quite quite rapidly? Or is it quite steady? Have you got good support from other people around you? What what's kind of been happening as of late in your channel? Um, so I've got a lot of support around me from my my regiment. They always jump on and have have a laugh with me, and then got some people that comment and people that use my my rewards and make me wear wear stupid stuff or take my glasses off which is quite annoying what what points do you have in place now this was a topic in actually one of our podcast episodes what what do you have in place in your points uh, system so at the moment i've got a community challenge that's where like everyone can put their points together okay and it makes me um makes me go to the gulag straight away so i have to kill myself and go to the gulag (laughs) um i've got a voice ban where I can't talk for five minutes. Um, I've got a no swearing, no swearing reward, so I can't can't swear for a whole game. It's gonna be quite difficult. I was gonna say I don't think any of the time in podcast guys could do that, especially myself. Yeah. Um. Got pick pick my loadout. Okay. And take my glasses off. I I don't know how you could do take your glasses off because for people who don't know. G actually plays Call of Duty, especially Warzone, to quite a high level. Um, she's very, very skilled within the game, and I couldn't play Minecraft without my glasses, let alone Warzone. So I, I, I don't know how you do it, but um, no, oh, I, I don't know how you would do it. But the way in which you set up your points is pretty cool. It's something we need to look at. Um, how do you find the Call of Duty community? Because I know. There can be different variations from people and different uh, views, but certainly the people that I've been introduced to over the last couple of weeks have been really, really welcoming. Yeah, you you can you can get a real sense of community from everyone that plays COD. Yeah, I found I found that regiment and everyone's so kind and friendly. It's great, but then obviously you can come across some right idiots. But more more times than not, you get some nice people, and you can actually make a lot of friends from gaming brilliant um i think the last question for me would be just the, to give you the opportunity to give a final plug where where can people find you what's the best way to contact you um the best way to contact me would probably be through my uh facebook page okay at the moment it's um it's called georgina 2002 underscore warzone and i mainly stream on twitch it's got the same name but without without the warzone at the end yeah so that's usually where all my content goes with the odd video or two on facebook brilliant are you part of a discord or anything else gee or yeah i am i'm part of uh i'm part of pfam on discord okay well, like I said, we'll we'll negotiate what links you want put in within the episode that you feature in. But it's been a pleasure speaking to you, and I hope that um some of our listeners will jump on and check you out. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Brilliant, thanks, G. Thanks. Okay, that was this week's streamer feature. You and continue on.
Uh, one of the other things, myself, like you said, gardening and all that, we've, we've been quite depressing about it. Tell me one of the good things about it. Uh, it's a bit obvious, is the freedom of it. We moved back in with our parents for a bit to save for a mortgage um, before purchasing. And it was fucking hell on earth. <laughs> Honestly, after like a year, you'll go back to your parents and you're like, get me home. And it's nothing It's nothing personal on them, but it's just different ways of living. Having the freedom to do what you want. If you want to fucking sit in your arse and play your computer all day, then you can do it. If you want to have dugs, you can have it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it just gives you complete freedom. And it's, it's a safe space as well. Like, So Bundy's really good at this, and I'm always really jealous of him. And he's great at switching himself off from everyone and kind of isolating himself saying I'm taking some time alone having your own house is a great way of doing that like if you just can't be asked with family or shit going on you've always got your safe space that's your little shell do you know what I mean uh, which I think is really really powerful I think uh, I don't know how else to say it I know I've touched on the whole sort of interior design stuff and whatnot but I think it's it gives a great perception of your personality and whatnot as well mm-hmm. and it's really cool like I can't wait to go in your new house, for example, and go round and see see the sort of things like Leah's into. So she might have, I don't know, a couple of pictures or she might have an instrument or whatever. And then you get a bit of a story behind people in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the, the one of the coolest things is that you've seen all your house empty and you've got an image of that, obviously, now. But see when you see a before and after. So one of the biggest things that during lockdown, we saved a bit of money, obviously, because I wasn't driving all over the country and we weren't doing much. We managed to get our bathroom, uh, a new bathroom fitted and see when you see the before and after and see like the progression that you've done. Uh, like everybody loves progression. Like even like us, for example, you talk about like gaming. Look at Destiny. We both love Destiny because you see a constant progression. It's almost the same with a house. Uh, and yes, I've managed to connect Destiny to moving house. I, I didn't bring it up this week. <laughs> but um, literally, when you see the progression of your house when you first come in, like what you've already done with the painting, it's really cool to look back and say, we, we've done this. In my case, Steph's done all of it. <laughs> I'm there for emotional support. But uh, no, I, that, that's really cool. And I think uh, we're in a place now that we're proud to have people over and have guests. And it's really cool to be like, this is my fucking house. This is mine. I own it. It isn't anybody else's. Um, and you'll have you'll have real ownership of it, yeah. uh, almost like you do for like your games room. See that feeling you have for your games room. Yeah. You you might not have it as strong for your whole house, but you certainly have some have part of that. You'll have it, yeah. And you'll be like, this is fucking mine. So. Nah, we've both been as much as I joke about it. I have had input, not very much, but I've had input on pretty much every room. And even if my input is shut down, she says, no, no, that's daft, we'll go with this. Fine. But um, I'm quite excited for it because I think it is quite a good representation of us and our kind of taste and mm. the stuff we like, especially when you when you get upstairs because we're shortly, we're leaving downstairs a bit more the way it is because it, it, it was okay. Um, I think just because of lockdown and stuff, it's a shame because we might not be able to get people around properly before Christmas, depending on how the next set of restrictions goes, because I've heard we are... No chance, mate. Not this year. Ball here off of getting completely locked in now. Um, aye, so... But next year, it'll be good to get people around and get you and Steph over. I mean, we're going to have a guest room. That's the green room. That's what we're calling it. The green room? It's got a green wall, so that's the green room. 
It's going to be the guest room. There's a blue room, which is the main room, and then there's a sweat dungeon, which is the grey room. <laughs> sweat dungeon. I wonder what room that is. That'll be mine. <laughs> and on the plus side, the loft hatches that high up, she can't get up, so I could make that a poker room for us, she knows. <laughs> well, there you go. That's the plan. Get something like that. I did... Someone did mention, see the, the sort of shed outside that I'm going to do up a bit. Optics on the wall, they went, get a table in it. I was like, what the hell, a table for? They went, no, no, big round poker tables. Oh, that's interesting. Get a round, get a round table. That's what I was saying, round poker table with the padding around the side. I thought that, that, because it's actually a bit of a I might do that. It's not a bad idea at all. So, one, of the things, one of the things we should touch on, actually, is I know you haven't fully experienced it, but it's moving day. And a lot of people get really stressed out about it. But see if you prep, have everything organised and ready to go, Honestly, if you can, I know if you're using friends and stuff to help you move, brilliant. One of the best things you can do is just buy a big van. Just It's going to cost you about 100 quid. Just buy it. We had the one that had the drop up and down sort of hydraulic. Oh, hydraulic yeah. And honestly, it was fucking brilliant. We've, used, we've moved a couple of times now. And the only thing that really drives you mental is clothes. Clothes, like leave clothes to last that you can. That's a pain in the arse. But actual moving day, see if you're organised. It's a really fun day because you get a big group of people together. You get up early, you get grafting, you get some lunch, and it's absolutely brilliant. And it's also the time to abuse your big bruntish friends. So whoever's your biggest pal, pick them and go, you're helping me move. To give you an example, so you guys, you guys might know Ms. Grant or Madge, I remember to this day, so when we moved from West Lothian back to Fife, we were moving sofas. Now, there was myself and I think it was my dad lifting a sofa, so like a two, two-man two sofa. And I turned round and he's got one under his arm. A sofa and he's just <laughs> He's a big lady. It was insane. Like, you're talking, we managed to move. I think Connor helped us as well off the top of my head. And Connor's quite a small guy. But we, we literally moved everything like <laughs> in an hour or two um, everything was moved in and it was just a case of being like that's it done so that's my advice honestly moving day if you're organised get it all boxed ready even like a week before get it all packaged up just leave necessities have it all ready to go and what to do is put it into the rooms so don't get all your stuff and just put it in your living room so have it all segregated so even if you want to do a couple of runs so for example see your games room mm-hmm. if you've got enough in there that will fit in your car put that in your car and you could do a separate run and just go that's all the game stuff do it by room and it's so much easier you see people stress now and a lot of people say it's one of the most stressful times of your life moving the house if you organize it it can actually be a really fun day good thing is as well like if you've got mates local so say that you've got Bundy and stuff coming around and helping you move fucking have a few beers at the end of the night because you're settled Funny do you mean I'm going to help me wrap up the carpets and all the staples and rip some <sighs> bits apart is, I mean, like you say, is, I agree with that. It's that preparation beforehand, getting everything yep. boxed up, which I've started doing. And then once the car, yeah, that's right, carpet goes in, my dad gets the van for his work for like a weekend. And then I think it's got to be no next weekend, the week after. Then we're just got to day runs up and doing all the stuff. Um, and then that's when I'll be building everything back up, I suppose. The. Uh, Got the same van for when Bundy moved about a month ago. Says to my dad, "Can you get the van?" He's like, "Aye." So, me and Bundy's dad know have known each other for years. Her parents have known each other for years. So, my dad, Bundy's dad, me and him decided we would all help him move. <laughs> I did. Saying you pick your biggest, strongest friend, he definitely didn't do that for what it's worth. 
and uh, we were taking stuff down the stairs and he was like, right, I'm going to count how many steps you're going down. So I can when you're at the bottom. I was like, all right. He was like, right, one. And then he'd push it down a bit. Two, push it down a bit. I think this was his bed. No, it was his drawers. A big, heavy set of drawers. And then he went, oh, oh, four, five stacks. Because he'd trapped. <laughs> and he'd tra- <laughs> I'm in the bottom on the shelf panicking. And then uh, we got to his house with a new couch that was gone in. You can't his front door is how it's like at the right. stairs at the bottom. So we got to the front door. And bear in mind, we're lifting it. Me and my dad's got the first couch, and he goes, Bundy, yeah, aye. Do you measure last? He went, How do you think, Grant? <laughs> I'd not measured it, barely went through. Yeah. <laughs> it was brutal. Squeezing it through, but it was funny to do it. So, I, one thing, measure everything. Second, box it up in advance, you go on, so you're ready to go. Third thing, and the build up to actually buying a house before you even buy it. My mum said, Get boxes and just fill it with like, plates, cutlery, towels. Buy it all at once, it's not a case of you're moving in and you're skint for months. So spread it out. And uh, that's perfect advice, I reckon. Aye. The big thing for you is now you can make a spreadsheet. Ooh. <laughs> but you could... Um... I can make a spreadsheet on my spreadsheets at this stage. Mem- remember, I can see you today and I can see the sweat. The minute I say spreadsheet, I just see the... Can't change the angle, goes like that. <laughs> but one of the things you can do is, is work it room by room. Say, for example, you've been going up and forth uh, for painting when you're, you've got your internet and when you're actually starting to move. If you've got a day, yeah, you're doing a bit of work and then later on you've got a bit of time, just move your stuff into your um, one of your rooms, so whether it be your man cave, just move it up. Mm-hmm. The worst thing that I've seen is people who just chuck everything in, throw it in the back and then throw it into the house because then what you get is you get this horrible thing of, people not unpacking for weeks on end and it's Aye. really frustrating. See when you sit and look at it and you go, how long has that been sitting there? Do it room by room. That is, that's my biggest advice to you is that pick a room, do it. If you can't be asked in two rooms, fine. The rooms that you need to have is your bathroom, your kitchen first of all because you can throw everything into a bedroom and just lie on top of a bed. Um, but literally just do it like that. And if you are having difficulties or maybe a bit frustrated, take a room each. Just go right. You go and focus on that bit, and that, uh, that bit for a bit, and I'll do this. Um, that'd be my advice. But don't try do it all in one day as well. Don't just yeah. go right. This is the day we're going to move fucking everything that myself and Leo own. Like it's just it's not going to happen. Try be smart about it, um, and make sure you've got beers in the fridge and you've got some sort of lunch organised, or people will not help you, including myself. If I'm asking anybody to help. I get the uh, food, don't worry. I mean, there's a subway not far. Uh, one of the things we, we've done is we're getting the kitchen done, so at that point we're going to move all that in so you can always eat. However, mm. um, the only thing that's been in the fridge so far has been, I think, about two boxes of Stella. Nice. There was wine at one point. There was, there was meat for rolls, but that disappeared on the same day. And there was butter. And that was it. And first time I asked Bundy to come in, all I said to him, we're doing work on the house, I could do with a hand, pulling out staples, ripping up carpets, taking things apart. It was like, no worries, I'll be up the now. And then he appears, he went, I brought eight cans, because I didn't care if it was a drink occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so there's cans in the fridge too. Uh, but I'll always be drink, and I'll make sure there's food, because once the kitchen gets done, be able to move, or the kitchen shut up, that's quite an easy one to get done because there's not much that we've got to move. 
bathroom's pretty much finished. Um, and as you say, it'll probably be a bed, the main bedroom next. So uh, we'll get them done, then we'll sort out everything else in between after that. What are you looking most forward to? Because obviously we've talked a lot in the detail about the specifics with yourself and moving, but what what is it you look forward to most about having your own sort of space? Um, probably just sitting myself. I've got a routine that I do when I'm, see like if I'm off work, nobody else is in, I'm kind of got my own routine. It's get up, get some breakfast, first thing I do all the time. Watch some video or TV, whatever, it's usually YouTube or something. And it's go put the Xbox on, get the computer on, whatever I'm doing. A nice big cafeteria full of coffee and just sit there all morning, coffee and Xbox, I love it. And then some lunch, maybe go do some exercise whether it's running, home workout, get a shower. And then usually if everybody's busy at night so I've got something to do. It's quite, quite like um, going, out with, going out for dinner, that's what we used to do a lot before all this kind of thing kicked off but we've started a, a new sort of thing where we're trying to make stuff like dinner because mm. I'm a terrible cook I mean fucking awful I, I, Bundy would be sick if he's seen some of the things I'd made and then um, she's actually pretty good she just takes it dead easy doesn't get stressed whereas I look like my hair on fire it's bizarre so I'm quite looking forward to doing that sort of thing cooking together as well no, I think uh, another bit of advice if I can give any of them qualified to do so is that give you give yourself space as well allow yourself to have your own time like if you move in with someone it doesn't mean you have to be with them 24 7 like eh, i could i was quite bad for that at the start i was like what are you doing what are you doing and we are now really in a really good place that for example if she's like like i want my own space go and do what you want um it's it's actually really really important because you can drive each other mental. Also, don't go the the bad route, which I could be bad for as well, and just lock myself away and be like playing games all day. Do you know what I mean? You need to get that happy medium because that's we, one. We did thing. joke about that because they said she went right. That'll be your games room. Then I was like, ah, fine. I was like, but only if I can put a lock in it. She went fine as long as I can put a lock on the outside. It kind of joking about having her own time and that advice to get it. But we understand that. And like you say, it's a balance, and it's like what we are doing. now it's trial and error. Yeah, and the big thing is she'll so like when you try to explain, for example, the podcast to someone. Now I know Leah knows about it. She has no idea about the time that you're going to put into it. Mm-hmm. She's going to have no idea. So you're going to be sitting there going, "Yeah, I'm going to edit this," and she might come back in half an hour and be like, "Right, you done yet?" And you're like, "No, it, it doesn't work like that." And it's the same. Like, there's no hiding now. They'll see all the time you spend in games. So, like for example, when you say you're you're off, oh, I'm going to do this. Like, if you sit and play Destiny all day, she'll be like, you have sat there since 8 o'clock this morning. It's now 5. Go You're and still in your pants playing the computer, are you, Joan? Nah, mm-hmm. but, and, I mean, she works shifts, so I'll be able to do that. Fuck it. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's just about getting that medium, but, uh, no, I think it's going to be, it's it's going to be awesome, and I think the, the way in which you've done it is very different to me, because obviously I moved about, it took me a long time. We bought our first house when I was... 26. That's the age you are now, isn't it? Correct. Well, there you go. But obviously, I rented a lot. So, I, for a long time, I didn't have fuck all money. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you've done it properly. You've taken a long time to obviously buy your first house. You've been saving a long, long time. Not only to get the deposit, which is the hardest part, but you're also going to have everything ready. So, you're going to have 
all the utensils, you're going to have all the furniture, and it's just going to be cool. So you're going into a house that's pretty much going to be finished rather than constantly working, which is something that Steph and I have been very bad for, that we've constantly been upgrading. And I think it's going to be so cool that you're just going to go in and it's going to be, we've spent so long saving, we've went through so much shit, but now it's finally done. And it's going to be cool that it's not going to just be one section of the house, the majority of it is going to be in a place that's done. And trust me, all the hours painting and screaming are going to be worth it when you sit there with a cold beer and just go, yeah. <sighs> done. Uh, just I mean, in time for Christmas. I know. If, if it all goes <laughs> to plan, that is. I need to do another yeah. of paint on and make it. Um, no, that's true. I, no, I, I think you're bang on with everything you said there, to be honest. I'm quite bad for being a, a bit of... I'm not a perfectionist, but certain things bother me. If it'll cost us time in the long run, I like doing things in order and doing it sensibly. So it's a case of, no, we need to do this, so we need to do that later and blah, blah, blah. And again, she's driven up the walls and me doing that sort of thing, but it should be finished by the time we get in, which I'm quite looking forward to going into a sort of finished product. See, the thing is, right, I know if you're stressed, and I, <laughs> I'll, I'll phone Lee and just be like, look, this is what you do. You get my beer, right? You fucking you empty it out and you fucking <laughs> smash it in his head. <laughs> <laughs> you you toy with the idea of making an XL to excite them, right? <laughs> you just go, we can make an XL on this tomorrow, but we'll do that tomorrow because what I want you to do, I want you to have this Stella, I want you to go play Destiny, and here's some food. <laughs> and just then she can lock you in the cave. But Well, we did joke about there's a sort of. Fa- oh, I can't remember. There's a, a cupboard in the, in the sweat dungeon. That you can open, and because the stairs run under it, it starts at about waist height, maybe about the height of your hip, mm. and then there's a rail at the top for like you know, hanging clothes and then a shelf above it. She was like, Oh, good, I'll, I'm either going to put my coats in there or we're going to get a shoe rack. And I was like, Ah, right, okay, cool, that's what you're going to do. Because in my head, I was thinking, Rip that out, microwave, mini fridge. I'll only need to leave to go to the toilet at this stage. So I was thinking, that's, That could be a proper. Like sweat dungeon if I wanted it to be. No. But we'll we'll leave it as a a bit of close storage for now. I'm looking forward to getting used through it definitely. Once uh I've got a one cracking dish that I can make that's unreal. And Leah's banging and making steaks. So we get you and Steph in the night, get Bundy up, steaks, drinks, and you can make the cocktails. Just tell me everything oh. you need and I'll buy it all. Right, okay. Deal. Deal. Looking forward to it. And you can get Steph to go around the gears of house rating. Oh, could they come down with me? 100%. No, no. That's, a, that's the best video yet. I'm not going to lie, right? <laughs> Steph and I are redacted to come down with me. And it, it, do you know what? It's it's of no fault of hers. It's me it pushes on her. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait, we'll get some tea. Do you want to put something on? Come down with me. She'll be like, do you, do you want to put something No, we'll watch come down with me. I, I would love to do come down with me. And the big problem we have is now that obviously we moved back to Fife, we don't really have many couple friends. Mm-hmm. So we haven't actually had many people over for entertaining and whatnot, which is a bit of a shame. Obviously, COVID throws all that out the window anyway. But um, I think it will be really cool, like, once you're set up, once we can actually do something like go have nice food, have a drink and chill out, because it's something that we've not even really properly experienced in our house. We've only had a couple of people over. Aye. But um, honestly, I think, I think it'll be really cool. And then obviously, Bundy will be third wheeling in the corner. I mean, to be um, fair, so if you got a Bundy come down with me, I guarantee he'll make the best food. Aye. Well, just I had lunch. 
I had lunch at Bundy's and I, I was a bit on the cuff. I was like, I think you're through a shit, mate. I, I don't think you can actually um, back up the words. I know you can cook. <laughs> That's what I'll say. Well, can cook. Can cook. I'll that. I mean, even if you go back to days when we were at school and we'd have a barbecue and you know, you're know you having a few beers when you're at school, you're fucking about doing stupid stuff. You make burgers and I gave my pals food poisoning. And then uh, I know if a burger, hard to do. And then Bundy took over. Bear in mind, Bundy doesn't eat meat and made some of the best burgers you would ever have. Sickening. Absolutely sickening. Then chicken kebabs and that at the same time too. Boys and machine at cooking. What a man. What other point have you got? Well, the other point was got to be (laughs) things you need to be able to do when you start your shell and that was my last point. So I'm thinking financial management, cooking and a wee bit of maintenance and if you've got that you're probably all right. Hey, cooking's a big one. You need to you need to get some sort of idea. Like there's some things that we do a roast on a Sunday, which sounds really complicated. It's not. <laughs> once you learn how to cook a chicken once, honestly, mate, I do it all the time now and I'm fucking hopeless. I will teach you how to cook a chicken. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Well, that. And there's some things that I cook really well, but Steph makes like, for example, amazing bolognese. And I think once you kinda get an idea, like we all make stuff really, really good and we'll find something that you can do. Uh, simple things like that make a massive difference. The DIY stuff, yeah, it's good to have a bit of knowledge, but you'll always know someone. Like, oh. There's always someone that you'll know. i tell you what, I can make a dynamite coffee. I make really good cereal and toast. That's pretty much it, mate. <laughs> Coffee's on point, though. I mean, you, could, you could live on that, but no, that... <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to say on the sort of advice front. That Oh, hi, cat. My cat's just woken up. Eh... <laughs> uh, Died. Cooking's a big one, mate. Get cooking nailed, and then DIY and stuff. You're always gonna have someone on the side. And this cat's gonna send me out at me for the rest of this podcast. I'm gonna fucking bar it. The new. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, you like to see that on stream? Aye. Batter it with love. That's Actually, that's that, that. That doesn't sound right either. Doesn't sound right. I've got a picture of the back that up. No, 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 that's plenty. That's plenty in this one. I think but, that's probably uh, a good end point. <laughs> um, one thing before we end, my man, as this has been just more of a just chatting sort of episode, really. Mm-hmm. See if you didn't have coffee and you didn't have any coffee and you were needing that sort of energy kick. Do you have anything that you could advise to give or suggest? Maybe another drink that might... Um, Help give that energy boost. I was going to do another funny kind of interlude to that. I was going to say, are you talking about that magic powder you can get that makes you hyperactive? That's right, you mix it with water, you've got rogue energy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I actually had some on. Day was it? Saturday? Oh, no. Friday? I think it was Friday I had it. Who was it? Well. I've had almost an identical flavour for an alternative and I would say for this particular flavour alternative was a better tasting one but this one gave you more of a buzz, more caffeine basically Um, so it depends what you're after for what Mm. I was doing which was a very very long sweaty destiny and Call of Duty Cold War session higher caffeine one was obviously the winner so I I would like I rate it for that. That was never my favourite flavour on the alternative anyway. But the next flavour I'm going to try was my favourite, so that'll be a good comparison. 
What do you know if we've got a discount code as I'm now having to fucking tell you how to plug? This is when we miss Monday. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I was that was a genuine review there. Ten <laughs> percent <laughs> off is Diamond Podcast. And that applies for anything in the range, however much it you buy, however little you buy, still ten percent off. And if we do th- if three people use the code, then we get a starter kit which is like I think it's five flavours, so you get like hydration one which is like for after sport, an extreme one, which as we've said is if you die white blink for a day, and then three of the standard ones, and then a shaker. So you're fully set up, you can try it, um, see if you like it. If you do like it, if there's a certain flavour you like, you can get a big tub of it, or you can get more of the multi-packs of different sachets. So, now it'd be good if we could get three of those um, discount code shoes, and then we can do a wee giveaway. Brilliant. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. If we get that, we'll then use it as a giveaway. Like I say, that isn't, that expensive, like the the basic shaker kits. There's as low as like fourteen pounds. Ah, uh, it's about fifteen pounds for a shaker and like five sachets. So, and it's even if you if you get to the end that you think, ah, I don't really like the energy stuff, or it's no for me, or whatever. You still got a cool shaker, whatever design you want. Mine's is like sort of Miami Heat colours with the the pink, black, and blue, or my channel mm. colours all the same. Um, and you can use it for protein shakes. You can use it just for juice. It's got a good volume in it. It's quite good. And if you want to really treat yourself and spend a little more, Crusoe Rum. <laughs> so Crusoe Rum is £30 a bottle at the moment. We're having technical issues trying to get a discount code sorted. Even if you're listening to this, you are the technical issue. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, you'll be... like that. That's not nice. Nah, he's, he's getting a kick in now. But if you want to see about Crusoe rum, they're in all our descriptions. We've shouted about them on every episode. It is a genuine, really good rum. And I imagine this will be getting opened when we're through at Ewan's new house. But perfect timing for Christmas coming up. Obviously, the next pay is the last pay before Christmas. Is that right in the UK? I get paid so, on the 15th every month. Right, right okay. So I can do a wee well, panic by a week before it. Well, there you go. But um, maybe an idea for some Christmas ideas, especially with what's going on in the world at the moment. Support the little guy. Don't go buy your generic rums. Try something a little bit different. You're talking a difference of what sometimes a fiver and you're supporting a small local business. To give you an example, Ian from London Distilling is a team of one. So £30 a bottle is a massive way for him to keep progressing with his business and he creates a phenomenal product. So check it out and if you buy some tag them on social media and say the time and guys sent you so yeah give me a shout out if you if you do that in fact that's a good point if anybody has got any rogue or cruiser rum whether it's now or in the past let us know give us a shout send us a picture definitely yeah give us a review if you want fuck it (laughs) why not but i is that us for moving I think, I think that's us for the moving house one. I was, I know that out of the next four, there's going to be two bangers at least. That's my plan. At least two that are as good, if no better than some of the best ones we've done so far. Yeah, I think. Uh, Assuming we, we do them in the next four. Yeah, we are working on getting a lot more guest episodes because they're the ones people seem to enjoy and the ones that generally make the best episodes, in our opinion, as well. Uh, we're speaking to quite a few people for example I'm speaking to a DJ, a guy who owns two bars, I'm speaking to um, a guy who owns a barbers, like a professional barbers, they're f- 
free ones were pretty much there or thereabouts getting done. I know Ewan's working on some other bits as well. So um, as much as this episode might be a little more bare-boned and just chatting, like I say, it's good to get a happy medium of something just between two of us that are quite easy and then build up to, obviously, a big episode. Uh, can you can you give any hints for the ones you're working on? I've got a couple. I've got a sort of Mandalorian one in the pipeline, but I'm planning on waiting till the season's finished and then speaking to some friends of the show about getting them on. Uh, mm, that, that's the plan for it. one. I have a car one in the pipeline, but I'm trying to find a good guest for it. I can't find one because I'm trying to find like another podcast or like a car reviewer or something that would be good for it. Because... Well, I wouldn't say we've got limited experience with cars, but I've got a plan for how I want to go through it, and we really need yeah. someone that knows a lot about it as well, other than just us two, because we talk about cars a fair amount. Um, and I had another one, but it slipped my memory. Oh, I was planning on doing a Witcher one, but... I, I've got a very good guest if we do a Witcher one. Who are you thinking? Jordan. Not the Jordan you think, the Jordan I know. Jordan the streamer. Okay. She'd be very, very good for that. Back into the Witcher. Yeah, she knows a lot about it as well. She'd be a good guest, and obviously she's got a good community behind her as well. So, aye, no, definitely. And again, if anybody else is interested in joining us for one, let us know. Aye, definitely. Happy with that then. Yep. Perfect. Leave it there. Cheers, folks. Cheers. So obviously we've talked a lot about like decorating and taste. Tell me about the gaming setup, the gaming room. It's got to be a grey room with grey carpets. <laughs> Lightsaber on the wall, it's got to be that sweaty I can throw my t-shirt against the wall and I'll stick to it. <laughs> <laughs>